this is not a sermon. I am Hosea. And I'm not a story on a scroll or a character in a parable. I am a human being. And it hasn't been good recently. I don't know whether you've ever sensed real deep down heartache, loss, where it's almost like you're sucked into the vortex of a whirlpool and you're going down and you're under the water and you're drowning and there wasn't enough water in the actual whirlpool, the tears that your heart is crying would drown you themselves and you're in this deep, black, dark night. And inside you're feeling real sharp pain, as if the very lining on your insides were being ripped apart and you feel utterly paralyzed to move. You're so in your sense of grief. Your heart is aching so painfully that you can hardly get up to do anything. I'm not a sermon or a story in your book. That's what it's like. I mean, you know my story, don't you? You've been following it. You've heard about that time when I sensed God's call to marry Gomer. Now, I knew about her. But when God calls you to do something, you sense, okay, this'll work. This'll be all right. We can sort this woman out. My love for her suggests that we can deal with it. And you know that we did marry, and you've heard about the children. And you know that by the third child, we even called him not my child, because I had no idea the way Gomer was playing around at that stage, whether it was my child or not, to be perfectly honest. You know that story. You've been in that story a bit. And the hurt, the paralysis. And you know, as I've sat with this deep, deep ache in my being. It has been a bit of a meditation for me on God. Because God's not a creed. God's not some doctrinal, systematic, theological idea. God's not a psalm that David wrote on the hillside, or he's not a tablet of stone that Moses brought down from the mountains. God lives. God breathes. God moves. God delights. And God aches. Deep in his being, God feels. So as I'm in this place, as I look at the one I loved, running after 
other men and lovers. So good. Feels that ache for our ambitions and desires and habits and rights. The things that we put before worshipping him or serving him. The things that we put before other people that we've just remembered in our prayers. When we chase after those desires that block out the way God wanted us to live, God isn't sitting in some classroom with a tablet of stone looking at our behavior and ticking off what's good and crossing off what's bad. God either delights Or God aches in the depth of his being. There is an ache in the center of the universe for the people that he made lost. Going after their own ideas of fulfillment or happiness. When we put happy over good, like Gomer seemed to do, God's heart aches. And his response? Well, have we not seen that too? The end of chapter 1. The end of chapter 2. End of chapter 1, we find that the names of the children that I have are suddenly turned around. The end of chapter 2, last week we were looking at this glorious betrothal. Somehow, when God aches in the center of the universe, he then shows the amazing interruption of his grace into how things are. Whatever it is that has caused that ache, wherever it is that we've gone astray, he wants and desires to break in with this overwhelming Love that he has. And so we're at today's reading. Where I am in my story. Where I got this sense again, even in the depth of my hurt, even in the depths of the betrayal that Gomer had given to me, the embarrassment of walking into the village and knowing that everybody was talking about me and more particularly about her, but the fact that we were connected. Something inside of me could not give it up. The love compelled me to go and find her. So I went and searched for her. And it took time. But then I come around this corner and there she was up on this platform being sold off as another slave to be abused by men, beaten, my love couldn't see her in that state. I loved her so much, even in the depths of who she was, I loved her so much, just as she was. And all of the mighty fallenness of where she was at that point, my heart wanted to love her again, from where she was, and then maybe again who she could be if she knew that grace and that love. If that grace interrupted So, the bidding went up. 
and I got together the shackles and I got together those other bits that you heard about that might mean nothing in your economic language in the world that you live in, but it comes to about 30 bits of silver all told, and I bed now, what was she thinking when I was bidding? When she had her head down in, in the despair and in the degradation of who she was and the indignity of where she, how she was standing there, I wonder when she heard my bid. And I wonder when she realized that's his voice. And I wonder what she thought when she saw that I was going to bed and I was going to bed. Whatever they had bid that day, I was going one above it. Did she think, as she maybe could have, that I was going to buy her back so that I would get my own back? So that I would find the vengeance that I really could, that I would hurt her the way that she hurt me? Did she think, it might be actually better to be beaten by another man than to go back to the person that I had cut to the very heart of their being. I don't know what she thought. But that's not why I wanted her back. I wanted her back because I loved her as she was. I could do nothing else. I couldn't let her go. I needed to love her again. And it cost. She was mine. And then I had to buy her back. But I could do nothing else. And so I meditate again on God. The end of this chapter. What's he saying? I really don't know the future that you can look back to. I can't see it. I'm stuck here a few hundred years before anything might even happen. But something tells me that in my prophetic call and in the way that I ache and in the way that I love and buy back that God aches but loves and longs to buy back. How will he do it? I don't really know. Maybe somewhere along the line at an amazing price, at an incredible price, one that we will be shocked when we see him buying us back, where the ache of the universe meets the love of the universe. And we can know God's love. 